Welcome to the Wildly Confident Podcast, where we discuss all the ways to help you get more confident, make more money, and get the results you want in your life stacked. I'm Katherine Weisner, your host. I'm a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and the creatrix of my own multi-million dollar business. Hey, y'all. I'm super excited you're here. We are going to be talking about perfectionism. You might already know you have it. You might think you have it. This might not be for you, but you have a friend you want to help with it. Listen in. This one's going to be super fun. Perfectionism is so common in this culture. And it's really just a desire to want to avoid failure or judgment. That's really the nature of perfectionism. We want to appear a certain way or or be a certain way in order to avoid the feeling of failure or to avoid our own self-judgment. We think it has to do with avoiding other people's judgments of us. We think if we perform a certain way, if we control the way that we are, if we can control the way that we're built by telling parts of us that that's not good enough or we shouldn't be that way. So we think that by basically abandoning parts of us, such an interesting concept, uh, we will be more lovable by others. But of course, we can't read other people's minds. And since we can't do that, we actually will never know if we're more lovable or not. The only thing we know for sure is what we can feel inside. And of course, whether or not we love ourselves. And so often when we're coming from a place of wanting to be perfect, of wanting to avoid failure or to control what other people think about us to avoid judgment, we're really just trying to control our own internal judgment. We're trying to control our own emotions because we don't really love ourselves all the way. We don't fully love ourselves. So perfectionism is just a number, another another one of those great mentors, great guides uh, where we notice where it's coming up in our life, when we notice perfectionist tendencies, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, that that part of our life, we might not love ourselves so much. We might be a little afraid that if we're authentic in that part of our life, if we stand in our full power in that part of our life, that we might judge ourselves. And if you're getting all caught up on if the idea that other people if we're not perfect, other people will judge us. I just want to tell you, being in the position I am, I hear all sorts of stories from people all the time, all sorts of belief systems, being a life coach. And I can tell you also just from my own experience that we can never really guess what's going on in somebody's head. And actually, sometimes if we show up in what we think is a perfect way, that might be not the perfect way for them. So where we think we got an A plus and they should love us, that person might just be like so angry at what we're doing because we triggered something in them. And it can be very confusing. Again, we cannot control other people's thoughts or emotions about us ever, ever, ever. (laughs) And if that is at all in your logic on why you're wanting to be perfect or behave a certain way, we know that we have a fundamental issue right there. We know that that is simply not true. You can't control other people's emotions and thoughts, but you can work on learning to love your own emotions and thoughts and learning how to nurture and have compassion for them. So the real gift in perfectionism, when you know it's showing up, when you know that it's showing up in your life, is again connecting into what part of me doesn't feel loved, what part of me is afraid right now, what part of me is afraid of feeling failure, afraid of 
self-judgment. That's really what perfectionism is. It's afraid of you internally judging yourself. And often these perfectionistic tendencies came again from the culture we are raised in. It's the culture, again, where we're told from a young age that we should be a certain way, we're not good enough, we're not really appreciated for our authentic self, and there's a lot of scarcity in this culture. And again, it's not your fault that you have some of these perfectionist tendencies, but you do have an ability in this lifetime to help transform them. So beautiful. And that is part of what I'm going to be talking about today. So I've had plenty of clients in my life, and I've also had some of these own some of these thoughts myself about all the things I need to have in order to get the things I want in my life. And these are perfectionist fantasies is what I call them. So for example, you might have a perfectionist fantasy that you need to have this like perfect website with this great messaging. You have to have like a concise program at the right price point. And if you do all of these things, poof, magic, you will have succeeded. You can avoid any sort of discomforts, any sort of emotional discomfort you might feel. And your ideal clients will just show up for you. And that day, (laughs) if that is all you do, if all you do is build your website and you build your beautiful program and you get your message together and you do all these things, you know, I do not believe your ideal clients will suddenly show up because you're missing out on a huge part of the equation, which is actually telling people about your program and getting enough of an audience in order to sell, get enough visibility. In a perfectionist fantasy, what's happening is at least some of my clients, and I've seen this, you know, even people who aren't my clients, they have this idea that, well, they're not going to go out to sell yet. They're not going to tell people or really go promote what they're doing yet because they don't have it together yet. Because it's they have this internalized judgment that it needs to look fancy or it needs to look, you know, polished or whatever their brain is telling them it needs to look. So first off, if you are stuck in that place on anywhere in your life, it might even be, let's say, with your body. I know people that have been struggling with weight issues for like 20 years in their life, and they don't think that they can go on a beach vacation until they get to the point where they feel good about their body. I know people that don't want to go out and date until they get more in shape. They have this judgment. And the first thing I want to point out to these people who don't want to launch their programs or their new business, that are worried about going on vacation, that are worried about dating, is that their definitions of perfect or where they think they should be is all coming from inside them. It's all coming from inside you. I think sometimes we get confused and we think there's like a rule book out there about how things are supposed to be done. And if we follow that rule book, we're going to be successful. But there is no rule book. There is no rule book to dating. There isn't like if you do exactly all these things, you'll find the love of your life. There is no create your perfect program and website and all this stuff and then all your ideal clients come and that's like magic and it works every time. No, that is not how it works. (laughs) The way it works, in my opinion, is you have to go out there and take action in the world and connect with people you know, in business, that's connecting and selling and having visibility. And it's the same thing in dating, right? It's all about visibility. It's all about getting out there and meeting people. You know, I I like to say like for my clients, when I help them with dating stuff, I'm always like, hey, you just got to go on, you know, it's not about being perfect on those dates. It's about going on enough dates and being clear about what you want. So it's about 
clear of the end result. It's about being clear on what sort of business you want to have for yourself and really making sure that you know what you desire, like how many hours that you're really looking to work. What sort of clients do you want to work with? What topics generally do you want to work with? And that can get refined as you go along. For dating, it's like, what sort of relationship do I want to be in? Who do I want to date? Like just basic things like that. And then it's the process of going out there and actually taking the action to date or to sell, (laughs) to be visible, to get in front of people that actually will buy from you. And your definition of perfect is so different from somebody else's. And it doesn't mean they're not going to buy from you if you don't have a website. It doesn't mean you're not there. People aren't going to want to date you if you don't have the quote unquote perfect body you imagine because your body the way it is might be exactly what someone else is looking for. It might be exactly what needs to happen in life. So all of our perfectionist fantasies are always made up definitions and rule books in our own head. And we have the power to change them. Isn't that wonderful? You don't have to have a website to make money or a beautiful message or a program. And even if you have all those things, there's no magic pill that that's going to work. There's no 100% guarantee that's going to work. In fact, I would bet that it probably doesn't work because who are you going to sell it to? Often, you know, when people have that idea of like having to get all these perfect things done, it's such an unattainable task. In fact, their brain almost makes it unattainable because their brain is so afraid of failure. So as soon as they finish the website and they get the program, they get the message together, then it's like their Instagram account's not perfect. So they're, they can't really start doing their visibility and sales work. So then they have to get that right. There's always like one more thing that gets added on. And this is a protectionist strategy to help you avoid feeling negative emotions and help you avoid your own self-judgment and failure. So basically, you're trying to avoid failure by doing all of these right, quote unquote, things your brain is telling you to do. Again, those aren't the rules for life. They're just the rules your brain has come up with to try to protect you from negative emotions, negative self-judgment that you have inside of you, which again, isn't a fact. It's not a rule. You can change those judgments. You can change what you think about yourself. You can change your rule book about what it means to be successful. But basically what these people are doing who are stuck in these perfectionist fantasies is they're failing ahead of time by delaying getting out there and living their dream. So they're basically, instead of maybe having failure by getting out there and doing things, maybe, maybe not having failure in it, they're guaranteeing failure by being stuck in a spin cycle of perfectionist to-do list items and never really getting out there and starting to live the dream. So here are a few antidotes or tools you can use to help yourself if you are noticing you have some of these perfectionist fantasies or perfectionist tendencies. The first thing I always recommend to people is to get really clear on their rule book, on when they think they'll be ready to launch something in their business or take their business to the next level. So write out what those different steps are. And if a lot of the steps are all about avoiding failure or all about creating something that's like perfect, so you don't have to feel negative emotions, then I am really going to suggest in that case, you should hire a coach. (laughs) I, I you don't have to obviously but I think this is exactly where a coach can come in and help you redefine what that means and hold you accountable 
to get getting more balance in your life and starting to see that some of that perf- those perfectionist ideas you have are not helping your business go to the next level. In fact, it's keeping you stagnant. And there's really, really, it will be really hard or really no way for you to go to the next level without getting some external opinions, I think, some things to help you expand. Another thing you can do if you don't want to hire a coach is get into like a mastermind, get in with other businesses, other other people who have the same business as you and just start to pick their brain about what they're doing. You're going to start to notice that other people who are a level above you are not stuck in this perfectionist mindset. Or if they are, it's in certain areas, but not in the same as yours. And so you can also figure out how to expand out of this perfectionist state and expand your definition of what it means to be able to be ready to launch, to be successful by hearing about what other people's definitions are who are already successful. And the last tool is a little unconventional, but I've seen it work with people. And so I think the opposite of being a perfectionist is being empowered. It's about standing in your own power authentically. And so the way to get back into a state of empowerment is listening to your own desire, figuring out what you desire in your life and connecting in with that as a practice every day. And I always just suggest people start out small here. Just keep a little desire journal and write down just a few things you desire every day and then go ahead and do those things. So it might be as small as going and getting a latte and eating a piece of chocolate. And it might be a lot bigger than that. But by learning to meet our own desires and learning how to please ourselves without judgment, that is a great way to help expand out some of your views around perfectionism and perfectionist fantasies. So that is my little tip and secret. Desire is really power seeking to manifest. So if we're looking to bring more empowerment, power into our life, tap into some desire in your life and just do small practices to start. And before you know it, you'll be stepping into some big stuff. And <laughs> you know that's how big things happen in your life, how how big changes, um, successful businesses happen often is really getting alignment with your desire. And then you have the energy of that empowerment behind it. Thank you for coming. I hope you come back next week. I'm going to end this podcast with this beautiful quote from Theodore Roosevelt that I have had hanging up in many, many offices of mine over the last 15 years. Here it is. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. so glad you joined us this week. And as a reminder, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. 
please use your guidance and judgment when making any sort of changes to your life that are best for you. Thanks so much. 